Today, we are going to do some myth busting around acquisitions. We are going to determine whether your firm's vision should change between when you first started and where you are now. We're going to share some of our, our hardest lesson learned and then let all of y'all know why the A, ATL, Atlanta <laughs> is the best place to have a firm. All this here on Drink While You Think, the weekly happy hour conversation between a couple of guys, one who's not here today, who are building their accounting firm in really weird ways. And continuing our sponsorship. Today's, sponsor, today's show is being sponsored by Butler Davis Tax and Accounting, where full-service accounting, bookkeeping, consulting, outsourcing, payroll, and business services firm located right here in the A. Yes. And why is another accounting firm sponsoring our firm's happy hour conversation? <laughs> well, I think it's pretty simple. Um, the firm owners, Nicole and J.W. Davis, are two of the very best people in our accounting profession. They are not just competent accounting professionals, which they are. They're amazing people. And I count myself very, very lucky to call them friends. Yay. JW and Nicole, we are super excited to have you all here. Excited to be on. Yeah, yeah. So, um, all right. Give us the intro. Who are y'all? And then most importantly, what are y'all drinking today? Okay. Um, so I'm Nicole Davis. I am a CPA here at Butler Davis Tax and Accounting. Um, we are a full service accounting firm. And like Kenji said, we pretty much do everything except insurance services. So our motto is it doesn't cost to have a good accountant. It pays. And it's always good to be in the end. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love it. I love so it. So I'm drinking. Like, look, we're not beer drinkers, but we made an exception just for today. Uh so I got this tropical beer hug from, it's an Imperial, is it IPA or IPA? Oh, oh IPA. Okay, yeah. you're bringing it. Ooh, that's good. Right, it's, it's strong. That's going to be strong. <laughs> okay, okay. I like that. You are bringing it. So, all right, JW, you're up next. So uh, I am obviously with Butler Davis Saxon Accounting. We do a little bit of everything. We have other things working with payroll. So I, I handle like the payroll part of it. And uh, we are working on a RIA also. So we got quite a lot, <laughs> got quite a lot going. So uh, yes, yeah, so we're excited to be here. Uh, we love you guys. And yes, we do listen. And oh. I have an IPA also. Okay. Voodoo Ranger is what I'm drinking. I've so. had that too. But the tall boys too. Like, woo. yes, the tall boys. Right. Listen, we're it is in tax season right now. So I know we're having exactly. to we're having to bring it. I've also exactly. I've also bring drinking the tall boy. This is one that y'all sent me. Look at this thing. It's called the cannibal. The oh, cannibal man. Belgian <laughs> style ale. Nicole, you brought this to me when we had lunch from Iron Hill Brewery. It is a um, it is a Belgian style ale, like 7.4%. We're not messing around today. No, right? not today. It's that, right. It's season. Ooh, it's season. That's right. Cheers, y'all. Happy to have y'all here. Happy to see y'all's faces. So we are not messing around today. Mm. All right. Oh, all right. We're going to, we'll see what kind of work is done after this today. I'm not sure. Um, all right. Let's talk some acquisitions. Because yes. you've kind of done some, we've done some. And we've I done one. 
We don't want. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We don't want. <laughs> so give me give, give us a quick rundown on that one. And then I want us both to get into like, all right, what are some of these weird myths that people, right. you know, surrounding acquisitions that now that we've all been through at least one, like what would we what do we think are myths we need to bust? So right. what, t- tell us about this one y'all did. So this one sort of fell in our laps from a current client that we have. His mother-in-law actually owned a payroll company here in our small little town of Conyers. And she's been doing it the last like 20 years. So she was at a point where she was like, you know what? I'm ready to, to sell. I want to retire. She wants to move to the mountains. And so um, we revisited it with our clients. Like, hey, we're looking at acquisitions because, you know, we have been looking for a while and we yeah, had a yeah. bunch of duds. And then I went back to him and said, hey, ask your mother-in-law if she's ready now. And she was ready because she was like, I'm done. And then everything just sort of fell in place. It was just like it was just perfectly planned. It was like the perfect timing, the perfect price, the perfect terms. And so and then we recently found out there were some health issues that she had that she didn't know about before we actually like started talking about the acquisition. So even now it's like it was the perfect time for her to exit mm. and take care of her health. And so that someone else can come in and kind of fill that role. So that's amazing. It's been such, it's like, it's, it's almost been too easy. We're like, uh, where's the other shoe going to drop? Right? And so again, when did this happen? When did y'all close so it? We started talking to her in December and okay. then we closed on it in February, right in the middle Oof. of tax season. So <laughs> y'all, I tell you, I know. That, we're that, doing that a is, lot. that's a lot. That is a lot. Mm-hmm. All right. So we did, we talked about on the show before too. I won't get two of them. We did two of them. Mm-hmm. And we, y'all, we've talked about them before. We did one of ours in the middle of tax season too. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So I've got some feelings about that. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but but all right. So what what now on the other side of it? Y'all are on the other side of by a few months. I'm by you know year, but also some mm-hmm. months. Um, what are some things that like folks? What well, could have been us before? We did this or other folks we know out there in the accounting profession that we think are things we think differently now about doing it. What would you what, what are y'all what are y'all feeling there? Uh, well, for me, I, I guess for us, because we knew them, so it makes it a lot easier with mm. the um, the relationship, because now going into it a few months. If you didn't have someone that you had a good relationship with and that someone that, you know, you guys kind of messed together and and were working together to get the the acquisition closed and the process through, it would be tough. I'm telling you, it would be tough. I will also say, too, to add to that point is that because we had that relationship with the owner and the um, owner's son-in-law, it's like they they're treating this still like their business, like they they are taking care of things. Like mm. they know we're in tax season, so we're like bogged down. But for the most part, like they have been just running with it. It's like we haven't had to really worry about anything at all right. because that the employees awesome. are like, "Yes, we got you guys. We understand." And then the owners, even though the um, the principal owner, she's has had some health issues. Her husband worked in the business the last three years, so he was kind of managing it all, and he's still now managing it all until we're able to like fully transition. So it's, mm-hmm. I think from that standpoint, it's been great. The uh, the the I think what we should have done is 
during tax season, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah, like yeah. that was a heavy yeah. lift for us. Um, yeah. We didn't realize how much of a lift it was going to be. We're like, ah, oh, it it shouldn't be that bad because everything else fell in place so well. But now we're like, oh, we probably shouldn't have done this during yeah. the most busiest time of the year, right? Yeah, yeah. I you know I I love that. I think y'all nailed that. I a couple of those things y'all said really resonate with me. And so first I'll say um, the tax season thing. Bad yeah, idea. That, was a bad <laughs> idea. that was not, a, I mean, I don't know that that would be a myth that people would, I, I would bet other accountants would know right, like, right. They're like oh, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but we just wanted to check that myth just to be right. sure. And we're like, all right, we'll confirm that. That's not a good idea. But JW, you, you were saying too about, um, doing it with somebody, you know, and I will completely agree with you there. Like when we did our deal with Patty and Scott Scharf, it was so, it was, we'd been friends for a long time. We had a right. relationship. We knew right. each other. We really, it made a big, big difference. Big, uh, difference. big difference. I, when you said that, I was like, that really resonated with me uh, for, for sure. Um, I've talked about too, and I think, I know Nicole, you were there in the room when I talked about that, you know, I think just getting through one was helpful to us, even though ours, y'all's does sound like it's going great. Ours, you know, was not ex- exactly as we expected our first one we did, but it did to me, like it kind of demystified the whole thing. Like it was like, oh, it just feels like this is going to be super hard and weird. And it has been, but like, it's like anything else. You just got to try it sometime and like, all right, we've done one. Cool. We know, we know kind of what we're doing now. Like it's it used to have this, like an acquisition it used to have all this mystique to me. And now I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. We went and did it. And right. it you, know, you know, did y'all feel that same way? We did. Cause we were going into, so I would have to say that you and Matt and Liz, like you guys really talk put a lot of things in my head to think about when we were going through this acquisition process because a lot of things a lot of the acquisitions we were looking at like there were things we wanted and there are some things we didn't want so yeah. I think that's a that's a myth like you have to acquire the whole practice when you don't mm-hmm. you can actually say hey I don't want this part of your business I want this part of your business and so for us being able to like suss that out with the with the ones we were looking at really helped us determine okay what do we really want and what do we want what do we want to offer for what we really want like don't just take on a company and all their tax returns if you don't want right. to do taxes right right so for right. us that was something that like that helped us in this process and kind of like demystified it because that's not yeah. something we thought about before. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that I would say anyway, listening, that follow what Nicole and JW did here on this one, more, less than what me and Matthew did. Because we didn't really, honestly, we didn't really ask many people. We kind of went and did it. Mm-hmm. And I think y'all did it right by asking, like, hey, what should I look out for? What should I avoid? I mean, right. the community that we all work in, these accountants are just, they become good friends like y'all are with us. And are super willing to share what's worked and what hasn't. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have exactly worked, you know, done a little bit more and asking some more folks about things because I think we would have made some different decisions. Choices. Yeah, it's a different choice. One yeah. of the choices I think that the the myth that got busted for us was, I think, and again, this may just be just acuity, but we thought the acquisition would be a great way to grow, and right, we did. Yeah. We did grow. We did grow, mm-hmm. but like. Right it probably wasn't the best way for us to grow. Um, Like when we did this, that was our first one. Our second one, um, 
we grew more, but like, it was much more about like, oh, we got some really critical team members in the yeah. catching cloud folks who came over who brought some new ways of thinking. We learned some things from it. So uh, for me, I'd go back and like, man, I, I missed that. I was like, oh, this is a great way for us to grow, grow, grow. Right. And I think there were better ways for us to grow really than just yes. lumping in an acquisition. Now that's just us. Right. That's just us. Yeah. But you know, now, I've actually heard that a lot from people. Like I think Andy? people do acquisitions because that it, they think that's the only way or that's the fastest, fastest way to grow, but that's an expensive way to grow. It is um, expensive. If you really think about it, because like you said, and uh, Matt gave me this great metric. He said, do an acquisition if you're okay losing 33% of the business. So like you're paying yeah. 100%, but in return, you're only getting about 70% of the overall sales in the end at the end of the at the end of the yeah, day. So that's right. like, it's a very expensive endeavor to do it if is. you think that's the only way you can grow. But like there are so many other ways you can grow, especially if you're not on a hyper growth trajectory, right? Yep. So yeah. Well, I'll, I'll put this out there to folks. Reach out to, reach out to you know us here, yep. all three of us here. If y'all want to talk mm-hmm. about it, I mean, we'd love to, and maybe drop some comments in with some questions about it. And we're happy to help folks mm-hmm. do it the right way, which I think right. y'all did. Yeah, yeah. And we, I think too, and added just added to that too. We were looking at doing an acquisition out of state, and I think, <laughs> and, and Matt kind of talked to us about <laughs> if we could do it in state to do it in state, and that that kind of helped in our decision also yeah yeah that that's you're right that's something that when we were talking to folks we're like ah we don't care where they are and there's some truth to that but we didn't think through how important it is early on especially yeah. to be together to be yes. together yes. um yeah and if if patty and scott were here with us right now Mm-hmm. they would say that's one of the areas that's been a little bit tough is like, we just, we can't be together as much as we right. want to. And right. when you're, when you're close by, you really can't, especially during yes. this crazy COVID time and you can't do it. Right. Yeah. That's a, that's a great point, JW. So that is speaking of yeah. that, we, because, because the company we bought is like literally like eight minutes away from us. Like we were able to have lunch, bring our teams together, have lunch. Right. Yesterday we actually celebrated one of the one of the new employees' 50th birthday. So we all got oh together to do that. So like, yeah, that yeah, that's awesome. Somebody to each other, I think it has helped our culture too, it, because they know has. they're coming to our office. We want to make sure that everyone fits culturally and get along. And that that's been a great thing for us. So yeah, I, I remember um man, this is thinking of so many things now around this is. I remember the first time that myself and Lisa, our COO, who really runs things for us, we got a chance to go up to visit the folks at our first acquisition up in New Hampshire. And again, mm-hmm. this was in 2020, 2021. And so we closed that deal like um, in October, November of 2020. I think it was October. And the first time we got up there to visit them was in May. And so it was six months. And oh, wow. Wow, we yeah. just spending a couple of days in their office with them. It, we, I sat there and I looked at her going, <laughs> what, what are we doing? Right. What are we doing? And so I think that's a great, another great myth. It's like, Oh, they can be anywhere. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they may be, but they you better, you better find a way to get together a lot yeah. and spend that time. So that's a great right. one. That's a great one. Yep. Well, let's switch gears here because you you've gave some great topics and things, and this one's been on my mind, vision. Yes. And so I've been obsessed with like our company vision lately. And the question that y'all put out there was, you know, is 
your vision? Is it something that's supposed to be like enduring that lasts forever? It should never change or actually should it change? Like when we first started, I mean, for me, it's been a long time since I started Acuity. Y'all not quite as long, but like, I don't know. I'm super curious about your experience. Has that vision, your kind of purpose, has it changed since you started? And as you look back now. I think so. so. Would you agree, JW? Yeah, you, I know you, you, you started it. So I'm pretty sure the vision, you know, you can go into more detail, but that is, that is a big part of the culture, the vision. To right. know so I think when I first started, I just wanted, to, I, now I will say I've, I've, I've always been ambitious, right? I'm like, go big or go home. So my goal was always to grow a pretty large firm, you know, and to create the lifestyle that I want for my family, for my team members. Like I want us to all to live the good life, but it's kind of like a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. In that the person you're in a relationship with doesn't stay the same. Like we like, so we were going to a uh, a relationship therapist and he was like, the person you're married to changes every five years. So you need to, Absolutely. you got to read, you got to relearn this person, relearn what they like, what they want to do, their dislike. And it's the same thing with your firm. Like your firm is changing, even though you may not think it is, if it's not changing, the world around you is changing and you need to be able to adapt to that change. Mm. So you got to be constantly re imagining that vision, like what does my firm look like today that it didn't look like five years ago or what should it look like or what did I want it to look like? And I think like it has, you got to have that constant conversation um, with yourself, with your team members, with your partners. So, Oh yeah. I, I think that's a great way to think of it because if we're not changing and adapting, I guess is the word, that's mm-hmm. even a better word, the one that you used, um, then we're going to end up kind of, we, we a little bit, I'll say, I'll say I do make fun of, pick on some of these older firms that don't ever change. <laughs> right, right. And it's yeah. probably not fair, not that nice to do. But I, I use it as a for me to get me a little fired up. Like, hey, we right. gotta be adapted. Things yes, are changing. Right. And right. I think, I think, you know, hearing like even JW talk at the top of this, like, you know, yes, we're putting RIA in place and putting, you know, investment, you do all kinds of interesting things where you're changing it up. I mean, change right. it up, which I think, you know, I don't know about y'all, not everything we've tried has worked, right. but like we're, we're trying to get ourselves and the people around us comfortable with adapting to change, because if exactly. you don't, man, the world just passes you by. Right. You know? exactly. So I think that's a great reason to do that. You know, I've, um, as we got bigger for us on vision, like, I thought this whole vision stuff was a bunch of nonsense. I'm like, man, this is a bunch of like, (laughs) you know, you put a little sign up and you stick it up, whatever. And I got challenged by our leadership team a number of years ago. They were like, you got to do this and develop core values and all these things. And I was like, man, I think that stuff's cheesy, whatever. (laughs) But when I did it, and it became really important. And then all of a sudden, as I started kind of thinking through it, and I was like, I didn't really know what to do. And I talked about in our last episode, I started looking for inspiration because I'm like, I don't really know how to do it. I'm not really down with it that much. So I better figure out somebody who is. And I just happened to find this, this author I liked a lot named Jim Collins, you know, who wrote a book, Good to Great. And some of his thinking helped me around vision. And so we went back and we just changed our vision. Because again, I thought they were supposed to say the same forever. And in right. fact, but also I'd never written it down anywhere. So I was like, mm-hmm. if I had to think back like, so when I started, I'm like, I don't really know why I started right. it. 
Right. Um, right. And we had to go back and do it. And it, it was super helpful. So we sat at our, it was me, Lisa, Matthew, Patty, and Scott at our executive retreat back in December. And we really got into it on this vision thing. We're like, what is it? What is it? And I, I was kind of holding it up to what I thought like that I wanted. And they were all up on me. I'm like, I'm like no, I don't think that's it. I was a little, I was, frankly, I was resistant. I was like, yeah. and then as we got more into it, we did realize we're like, wait a minute, there's something here. And what was cool was it actually reminded me of like why I first got into acuity mm-hmm. of like, I really did want to work with, for us, our purpose is like, we want to, we want to go out and serve highly innovative entrepreneurs. I mean, y'all know us, we're working with tech companies and mm-hmm. crypto yeah. and all these really weird things. Right. And, I, and I, it, when we started talking about that, I was like, that is why I got into this. I really wanted to work with these really, we're just weird like that. I like the, I like the really weird stuff. And so it, it helped me a ton. Like it really kind of took me back to like, oh, when we're making, when I'm making a bad decision or I'm getting lost and whatever, whatever, like to go back to that vision of like, you know, our here's the one. I do think it changes, but I do think it adapts. I think that um, the tactics and the approach and the yes. strategy changes. Yeah. But yes. for me, because I've been in it, I'm old and y'all and been in it longer than y'all. It was really helpful to go back to it because there've been times I felt like I've kind of lost my way a bit. I'm like, I'm just not down with this anymore. I'm not really feeling it. And when I tap back into like, Oh, that vision, I was like, Oh, I kind of got a little rejuvenated. Right. So I, I think there's something to going back and looking at putting a hard look yeah. at it. Right. Like asking yes. ourselves, are, are we still relevant? What are we mm-hmm. doing? Is this, you know, and, it, it, I think that's very good for folks to do that. Again, I was the naysayer. People can like, I was like, and I. And it's funny. Time. It's funny that you mentioned that. Like the vision, it it, it adapts. The, the tactics, the strategies change. But mm-hmm. like for us, like the our vision, like the words, the words in our vision don't change. Mm-hmm. But how we approach that changes. Like, okay, what does it mean to help a business owner engineer their best life? Like it may have meant one thing back then, but what does that mean now? And how do yeah. we get them there using today's tools and applications mm. and resources? So yeah, I definitely mm-hmm. think that the vision changes, but the end goal is still the same. Yeah, that purpose, right? Why yes, we got yes, why we purpose. got into it? Yes. Why we got into that is yes. is it should be the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I agree with you. I totally agree with you. How we get there, right? We have to adapt that. We got to adapt mm-hmm. that. Yeah, right. and I, I think for for me on that, the the team, I think they're always looking on where we're headed. So with the vision, you kind of have an idea. Okay, this is, you know, where we're headed with the vision. It keeps that focus. So when you do want to implement new things and everything, you just tie that into the vision. So they understand why you're doing it because that's a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot that comes up because they understand, don't understand sometimes why you're doing it, why you're adding, but. With a vision, you know, you bring that in and tie that into what you're doing and, and why you're bringing in, you know, like adding a payroll company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're right. People probably look at that and go, what are y'all doing? Like, right. why is that? You're you know, right. Because right? I've had the same thing with our team members. Today. I, you nailed that, JW. You said that better than I could have ever thought to say that. Of like that, that is when you point back that vision, it helps give you the why. And, exactly. and I, even I found that even when, maybe something that I'm doing or trying doesn't end up working or people are kind of like, I don't know about this. If they understand the why 
they're like, oh, I, I see. That makes sense. And I think that's all people, I mean, people want things to work, of course, but like, otherwise they just don't want to be stuck in like, I don't right. understand what these people right. are doing. Exactly. <laughs> that's when people get, and, and, and rightly so, people get frustrated because like, yes. I don't understand. They're just, they feel like they're just messing around. And yeah. and there were, there were some years on our side, I'm like, for sure people were like, Kenji's just messing around, coming with all these weird ideas. I don't get it. When you can tie it back to, like you said, JW, to a vision, people are like, oh, I see, okay, wait a minute. I got that. I, mm-hmm. I see what they're doing. So right. no, that's good. All right. Y'all put this out there, so, but I'm going to go with this next one. Um, the hardest lesson <laughs> you've learned as a firm owner. Oh yeah, yeah. Come on, y'all are bringing so it. many lessons. Oh my there's goodness. so many. But yeah, you gotta, for me, there's a whole list. I got to pull out a whole notebook full of them. Right. Um, I, you know, I, I, y'all asked the question. I just posed it here, so I'm gonna put it on you to go first. But uh, all right, what's what's been the hard lesson? I'm gonna let your go first. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay so so i guess in 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 my case since you know me and nicole we get asked a lot because we're married so we work together so they ask us you know how is it working with your spouse and so all the time all the (laughs) so we get it so much all the time so so and you know for me i guess it was a transition, but I think what helped and made it so not, you know, one of the hardest things to do is just to de- define roles. And after that, it, it didn't, it wasn't as hard and is not as hard as, as everyone thinks it is. So for us, you know, being firm owners and working together, mm-hmm. we actually, we, we, we don't see it any other way now. So, I mean, we, we love it. So. That's yeah, awesome. We just so we just tell everybody that's awesome all day together, all night together. So we're we're together all the time. Yeah. So that yeah. that it is something I'll I'll say that folks, I was very in, intentional um when we put this together. Uh I did not want to go back and repeat things because I listened to y'all over on Sons of CPAs with Scott Scarano, and I loved I listened the whole way through. I love listening to I, it, it's, it's an awesome, awesome story about y'all. But because I'm like, I don't ever want to repeat content. I'm telling folks, sometimes Scott acts crazy. Well, he always acts crazy. But um, go listen to that one too. Because there's some really good origin stories of how y'all kind of got together. And I think that approach of like, right, how you work together. Because you've answered that a million times. Yeah. I thought I thought about at one point, pulling <laughs> Scott and Patty on here too. And we're like, we're going to talk about like, you know couple of things but i'm like man they answer that all the time they're firm owners too they're doing right. interesting things so i'm like i want to focus on that but i will point folks over check that one out it only dropped a couple of weeks ago but right. that's a great episode i love that it was new year's eve and y'all were on their hang with scott right. Scrano, which is crazy. <laughs> anyway uh all right nicole what do you okay. got for us all right so i'm hard gonna lesson. oh my god i've had so many hard lessons like i had a lesson this week like it's still kind of sensitive so i don't even want to talk about it right yeah, yeah. <laughs> But um, let's see. So probably a hard lesson for me that I had to, and it took a while for me to learn this lesson, was not trusting the people that I put in place Mm -hmm. to do what they were tasked to do. 
Mm-hmm. And for me, I struggle a long time thinking that if I didn't do it, it wasn't going to get done right. And so I would never let go of certain things. Like I kept holding on to things, not realizing that it was taking me away from so many other things mm-hmm. I could be doing to further the firm along. So that was a hard lesson. It took me many years <laughs> to finally be like, you know what? Let these folks do their job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I can do mine. So yeah. How, how how long did it take? I mean, do you feel like you're there now? Like you're you're much better at it now, or do you? Still, I'm much still better at it now. I'm probably I would say I'm probably at at ninety percent because there's something I'm like you know what I'm just gonna take it over. And I had to stop. I was like, no, you need to like no upward delegation. Yeah. So there are yeah. certain things that I'll assign or that someone will be responsible for doing. And then I wouldn't like the way they did it. I'd be upset yeah. about how they handled it, but, but it was done. Like mm-hmm. you can't get upset how they did. They did it, how they interpreted how you wanted it done. And it got done. That's the important part. So, yeah. Yeah. Now that's helpful. I asked that because I had initially, again, I'm like, y'all, I have so many of these I could pick from. And there's a, there's a usual one I've used a lot, but I'm going to change it up to one that's been more recent. And I asked, I asked you that question because I'm like, oh, because I'm trying to get better, but I'm worried. I'm like, I got to get better at this. And so we just had our, uh, our leadership retreat recently back in March. And I mean, y'all, it was awesome. 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 Vision, strategy, tactics, the 11 of our leaders there, we were just in it for a couple of days. I mean, we were just so, it was awesome. We, at the end of it, we're all like, all right, everyone just gets one kind of like takeaway. Like, how are your thoughts about the thing? And folks, we're bringing it. Like, I, I actually, at the end of it, a few a few of us got a little emotional. We're like, well, just, I mean, I'm like, I, I was like, what am I doing? I'm getting a little, I mean, it was a really nice time. We felt like we were bonding. Up until at the very end of it, I ended up dropping a bomb on somebody. And what I mean by that is, I had been not in front of everybody, in front of a small group. I'd been meaning like there was there was somebody who needed to be talked to, like in a little bit of a, a tough way. Of mm-hmm. like, hey, we got some stuff that we're messing up on. Right. And I am really bad about that. I don't like conflict. Mm-hmm. I'm a y'all know me. I'm a cheer, I'm a cheerleader. <laughs> I'm go, go, go. Everybody loves hanging out with Kenji because I make you feel good, which also means I'm really bad at giving the tough the tough news. And I, I let something go for a long time and just let it go. And it got worse and it built up. And then I didn't know how to handle it. And I just dropped it at the totally wrong time. It was terrible. Y'all. It was so bad. It was bad timing, but I used the word when someone asked me that later, I was like, I was like, I was really ashamed of myself. I was really ashamed of myself because I felt like I felt like a really weak leader. Like I'm like, why why was I ducking this conversation? Come on, you got to step up and do it. And so nice. um the good news is I got through it's almost like that the five stages of grief or whatever they call it. I don't know. Stages. Yeah. <laughs> I had to get through that first stage of like feeling like just terrible. I was so, my wife, my wife, everybody else was like, I was so in the dumps. So I'm like, I'm an idiot. What is wrong with me? How did I do this? And now I'm at this point where I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get better. I'm right. working on something. I'm reading a bunch of books. I've got my my counselor working with me on it on some things. I'm doing all my leadership teams all try to help me with this. But like, I was like, you stop avoiding conflict. You got to get in there and make the tough call. And so yeah. I, that's a that's a lesson. Um, yeah. I've got many, but that was a real recent one. And right. I'm like, 
my, my, my prayer is like, all right, I, I, this has been a long, when I really look at it, this is a long time pattern. This is a, this is a Kenji's been this way for a long time. <laughs> so I feel confident, but I'm like oh, a little nervous. I'm like, I hope I can break this thing because right. I do see it. And here's the really hard part for me on this. I see culturally as a business, we're as an overall business, a whole a bunch of people, we're not very good at that. We're not good at giving tough feedback. We're not good right. at like, and right. when I look at that, I'm like, I know where that comes from. Right. <laughs> this guy, this guy. Right. So, yikes. Anyway. I hear you on that, Kenji. I feel yeah. so, I think I'm the total opposite though. So that's why we had JW as the buffer because yeah. I don't like conflict, but I also say you force me to be confrontational when you don't do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And with that forcing, my words are very professional, but they're very like pointed, like, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh. and that's what Jedi becomes. And he's like the people person, right? He's the, the team builder. He comes, he can, he's able to express how I'm feeling in a way yeah. that doesn't like hurt people's feelings. <laughs> so <laughs> I think that's where I'm he does the, he, he does the fine line. He can still give the tough news, but in a, in a good professional yes, way. Yes, right? versus I mean, where I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm very blunt, I'm very to the point. And then most people I can't handle bluntness, right? They're like, they can't. They can't. And, and what I end up doing, Nicole, I'm the, I'm a bit the same way. Like I don't like I don't like the confrontation and the conflict. But what I I feel like people should know what they're supposed to do. I'll tell them, yes. and then go do it, and go right. do it. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you do your thing, right? And then right. when they don't, I sit there and go, why aren't they doing it? Why aren't they what? doing it? And then <laughs> I, I don't. I just keep wishing and hoping that we're going to fix things. You at least step in and say something. We all need a JW to come in and like, all right, what Kenji's really trying to say, what Nicole's trying to say is in a very nice way. Right, exactly. Get it together. Let's go. Yeah. So it's, anyway, there's always lessons, always lessons to be learned. Mm -hmm. Um, All right, let's go with our final one. I am warded. I am warped, y'all. My yeah, Atlanta influences everything. I, <laughs> I should have put my I should have put my Hawks hat on tonight because we gotta we gotta win this game against Charlotte and get in the playoffs. Um, we had an instant bond when we all met. We're like, wait a minute, more firm owners from Atlanta. I mean, I guess we'll throw it out there. Why? Why is I don't know why? Why are we living in Atlanta? Why do we love Atlanta? What's What's great about the A? <laughs> what else do you need to say? What else do you need to say? Atlanta just a very diverse city, right? There's so many it different is. ideas and ideologies and perspectives. And like, I don't know, it's just something magical about Atlanta. <laughs> there there really know, is. Let me ask JW, because he's from Louisiana, right? That's true. He's a transplant. So, you know, why do you like me. So I, I guess for me. Atlanta, you you still kind of get the um, you know the the big city feel when you're in the metro, but outside of like the other cities, Atlanta still has the southern hospitality though. Mm-hmm. So you still have that where people speak to you, you know, as opposed <laughs> if you go to New York or something that it's it's totally different, man. Or any of the big cities, yeah, man. So Atlanta still has that 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 cultural vibe to it so it does yeah you're still big and you still got a lot that's happening in atlanta but you still have that that uh that that southern hospitality you know i i I remember 
because I grew up in the Midwest as a kid before college until I came to the South. And that's something I really liked about that. I felt actually the weather here is a million times better than what I grew mm-hmm. up in as a, as a Midwestern kid, but the, the people were, you know, were kind and they were talkative and they were, you know, and I know people will say like, Oh, well, people are, are just as rude in Atlanta. They just won't tell you, yeah. but I'm like, well, maybe, but also like, I like having nice conversations with people. I don't need to be cursed out just because, right. you know, exactly. like, I, like on the streets of New York or someone, exactly. you know, and it is, it is something about, I'm, I'm really, um, uh, we we've talked, my wife and I've talked at times about like, we don't have any family in Atlanta, but we've been, she and I have been down here for, we've lived our most of our life down here now. And we thought it was going to be a stopping point. Like we're just going to like stop off here and go somewhere else. And we're still here. And they were like, okay, when these kids are out of the house and they're almost, they're almost out, like we're going to get out of here. And we've been traveling more, but every right. time we come back, I'm always like, this is home. It's, it's home. home. I'm happy to be back. Just like you mentioned, JW, I was, when yeah. I fly, we fly back in. I look, I'm like, this city's so green. It's just like there's 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 trees everywhere. Exactly. Like I fly, I fly to other places and it's like just concrete and like concrete, yeah. And I'm like, it's it's not pretty. And I think it is a nice blend of like we got a yep. downtown that's kind of growing. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I don't know, there's something about it where I'm just really proud of being from Atlanta. We have our challenges, no doubt about it. But like Correct, I feel like right. I feel I feel like we're on the up right now. Like we are yes, like we are when when you look at you know where so much of culture is coming from these exactly. days, where change is happening in our country. Right. I'm like, you can look to Atlanta it's as a Georgia, place. Right? It's Atlanta. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's something it is a um and beyond that too, I think you know, we're all we're we're all business owners, we're all parents, things yeah. like that, to where it's been a really good place as I reflect back, like to start a business and to raise a family. It's yeah. been good. It's been right, good. Right. I mean, it's we we get access to, you know, all of us have gone to Falcons games together. We get yeah. big, we get big city things like that, yeah. you know, NFL, but also like the cost of living's good. It's it you know, is. it that's is good. Another right? point. That part. Yeah. Yes. That's another point. That's <laughs> another good point. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I you're, you're not going to hear, I mean, we're going to be very biased here on this podcast. Yes, we right? are. Exactly. We are going to be like, oh, If you're not in Atlanta, you're losing. You're losing. Come on. <laughs> Come on down. We may, maybe we'll have a little, we've talked about this, a little open house, bring some other right, firm owners right. down. You'll come on down and hang in Atlanta with us for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, we'll get more folks down here. But I think it's been Thank a great you. place to start a firm for sure. So, it is. Um, all right, well, let's land this thing. And I'll show you how we kind of do it here. We rate these. And just be honest with it. Um, let me pull up. I've already got my beer pulled up. The one y'all gave to me. Oh, I can't. Hold on. I got <laughs> I to expand it a bit. The cannibal. The cannibal is what I just had the drink. Mm-hmm. You rate these things on a scale of one to five and in quarter point increments. Um, I'm almost done with it. This was this was tasty. This was very nice of you to bring this to me. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a good strong four out of five. Let's see. Four, well, I'm not gonna go four two five. I'm gonna go four out of five. That's a pretty good strong rating. Now, I'm curious. You'll all need to give me the names again of your beers, and I'll find okay. them. We're gonna put them in here. So Nicole, how about you go first? What was yours Mine again? is the Tropical Beer Hug. Tropical Oops. Beer Hug. This is always this is always the part that Matthew makes fun of me because I'm like typing things in and <laughs> and he's like, "You're taking so long, people are gonna fall." There it is. Yeah, there that's it. Is. it. There, there it is. is. There, there it is. is. There it is. All right, what do you feel on this thing? I don't. I, 
So I think it's it's actually once you get over the initial like tartness of it, it's, it's not yeah. that bad. I say it's a three point two five. Okay. Oh, that's that, there. You go. There you go. I, IPA is not messing around. Uh, you you <laughs> Matthew would have rated that, I promise, like in the twos because he doesn't like IPAs. He gets, he doesn't oh. like them. He doesn't like them. Oh, wow. That's okay, though. Uh, JW, what did you have again? You had the. So I had the Voodoo Ranger. Okay. Which one? Yeah. There's, a, there's a bunch of those. Is there anything else on those? I've got a few of those. The juice one, right, Jay? What is it? Yeah, it was the Juice Force. Juice Force, okay. The uh, Hazy Imperial IPA. Man, you guys both went Imperial IPAs. Yeah, these did. are yeah. These are hey, these are not for the faint of heart. This is not no. like it. For, for <laughs> folks who don't drink beer very often, dumping into an Imperial IPA. This is whoa. And that's maybe why I'm gonna rate mine a 2.5. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's 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 gonna be hard to like you yeah. gotta be a diehard, really. Yeah. Okay, two five on the yeah, juice ranger. Um, y'all were very, very kind to bring beers to come on um but mostly kind that you know again i that y'all are i'm just really really happy that y'all are here in atlanta that we're good friends i get to see y'all more on a more regular basis but um i do appreciate y'all coming on so much thank you for having us yeah where can everybody find you i feel like i know where people can find you nicole yeah on twitter Twitter. (laughs) that's yeah yeah. Now, JW, where can people find you, or do you even want to be found? Because she's out there. Nicole again. doesn't want to be found. <laughs> right. I let Nicole do the uh, the Twitter. Right. There so you if go. You find Nicole, you find me. That's a good yeah. point. You just heard they're together all the time. Exactly. So, so I'm probably right next to her while she's tweeting. That's so. right. That's right. Let her tweet. Find Nicole on You're Twitter. Right. What's your handle on that one, Nicole? It's um, at wife mom cpa 100 wife mom cpa 100 check her out she's got interesting things to say all the time i always makes me laugh and she's <laughs> always calling things out that need to be fixed this week's been certainly one of them that's been interesting um y'all are awesome and amazing thanks for jumping on and hey everybody on here if you got any comments or questions post them on youtube post them on the socials wherever you want to and um you want to come on here? Just send us some beer, just like you know JW and Nicole did. Come <laughs> on, right. come on, have it, or just hit the subscribe button. So, cheers, everybody! Thanks for cheers. jumping on. Cheers. cheers.